Hello and welcome to the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I'm your host, Lenaria Gaia, and here we talk all things body image, self-esteem, your thinking in your mind, how do you connect true to you in every part of who you are. I want you to know that all of you is welcome, so sit back and relax and listen to today's episode. Sending you love. Hello and welcome to episode 161 of the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I am your host, Luna Gaia, and I've got to say it is absolutely exquisite to have you here joining me today. On YouTube, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this, I love that you're here. Because you could be anywhere, right? You could be listening to anything and watching anything that you could possibly imagine here. We are absolutely inundated with media. And yet here you are deciding that your self-growth, your love, your relationship with yourself is perhaps more important than Netflix today. Now, I'm not no, watch Netflix as much as you want. All I'm saying is that I'm so grateful that you are here. If you do love this work, if you love listening to my podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button or the follow button. Really what it does is, is helps everybody else get to know this work even better. It does the algorithmic thing, you know what it's all about, and it sends it out to all the people that need to hear it just like you. If you've never actually been on this podcast before, welcome. It's so wonderful to have you here. And in this space, I want you to know that all of you is welcome. I'm a coach, speaker, author, content maker. I have been teaching people how to love themselves for the better part of, oh, let's call it a decade and a half. And the reason that I do this, the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I used to hate myself. And I remember deeply what it feels like to be so consumed by thoughts of lack, of not enoughness, of low self-esteem that I, in many cases, wanted to end my life. You know, I just feel like I couldn't exist within my being anymore. I hated my body. I hated who I was. I was ashamed of who I was. I never wanted the true me to be seen. And that was a pretty awful place to live. And so if you have had any experience like that, you've come to the right place. Even if it's maybe what you might consider mild, like negative self-talk, or you have self-doubt that holds you back, or maybe you're just a bit shy. This is the place that you get to come to, to learn all the skills that you could possibly need in order to be your most confident, vibrant, beautiful, amazing self. This is episode 161. So if this is the first episode, go back, start listening to, we have a whole series of Lunar on the Lounge a couple of years back where I did interviews with people around their confidence and their self-love. And we are about to do a whole new series of that coming up in 2024. So keep an eye out if you have, if you want to be a guest on my podcast or you yourself, I'm going to also going to be doing a series of podcasts where I get people just like yourself, people who maybe need some confidence, people who have one specific issue that we can work through. I'm going to have you on the podcast and I'm going to coach you. And that's going to be our session. We're going to hang out for maybe 30, 45 minutes. And we're going to do a coaching session and get you some real results live here and share it with the world. So if you know somebody who would like to get some free coaching for me and potentially be on a podcast, then shoot me through an email. You can find me on all the socials at Lenaria Gaia. It's all in the show notes anyway. Or send me an email at loveyourself at moreconfidence.com.au. I've got a juicy, juicy topic for you here today. And I've said it within our title here. This is, this is a happiness hack. 
Because the more that we understand ourselves, my friends, the more happy we can be. The less consumed we will be by negative thoughts, the less consumed we will be by self-doubt and being limited by, you know, lack mentality, victim mentality, I'm not enough, I'm not okay, there's something wrong with me. The more that you understand yourself, the less you're going to experience those things. I want you to genuinely understand this. There's nothing wrong with you. Absolutely nothing wrong with you and who you are. You're perfect just as you are. It's just that your mind is out of shape. Think of it kind of like at the gym, right? If you haven't exercised in many years, if not ever, if you don't move your body regularly, it's pretty likely that you're going to be flabby, right? You're going to be flabby. You're going to be out of shape. Irrelevant of if if you identify as skinny or fat or somewhere in between. If you're not working out regularly, you're unlikely to be fit and lean. On the contrary, if you are working out regularly, you are likely to be fit and lean and feel strong. Your mind, my friends, is exactly the same. It's a muscle. And so right now, when it comes to your lacking of happiness or your lacking in confidence or lacking in self-esteem, that's only because you're a bit flabby. You're out of shape. Maybe perhaps you've never worked your mind deliberately. You've never put yourself in a place where you have literally deliberately trained your mind. And this is the work that I do across the podcast, all the free content that I have in my book, as well as my coaching and my courses. I will train your mind. Consider me a personal trainer for your mind of self-love, right? Not only will I train you, put you in the gym, put you through the trenches, sometimes softly, sometimes hard, depends on what you need on the day. But I will teach you what you need to do. Because for me, if you're a client of mine, if you're coaching with me, or if you're in one of my courses, even if you're reading my book or listening to my content, if I'm not teaching you how to do it yourself, I just don't think I'm doing my job properly. And that's true as much here on the podcast as it is on, you know, a a 12-week course that you can join me on. More about that later. In this conversation, I want to talk to you about how to hack your life so that you get more consistent, successful results. And when I use the word success, I just want to be really clear here. Success to me is personal. I think it's personal to each and every single one of us, irrelevant of whether or not you perceive money to be success or health to be success or, you know, getting a million followers to be success. I don't mind what your version of success is, but what I understand is that your version of success is different to mine. Recently, I had a moment. I was at a festival, a music festival, and and I see these amazing musicians up on stage doing their thing. You know, they're, they're there playing their music and singing their souls and they are relentlessly pursuing the truth within their hearts. And in that moment, I redefined what I mean as success. So for me, my current version of success is to relentlessly follow the pursuit of your heart. You know, the calling of your heart. That's what success is to me right now. But success might be different to you. And that's totally okay. Irrelevant of what your version of success is, on today's episode, I'm going to give you some hacks around how to get those results more frequently. 
and maybe your results are just being happier, <laughs> you know, feeling more peaceful, less stressed. Maybe the results that you want in your life is that you want to have a, a certain career or that you are looking at getting into shape physically, or perhaps you want some kind of monetary success. Whatever it is for you, we're going to be using a model from the OG coach, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, I don't know if you remember him. Some of you will be like, yeah, of course I know who Tony Robbins is. I am staggered how many people in this world don't know who Tony Robbins is, mainly because he fills stadiums. He is a coach, a motivational speaker, and he fills literal stadiums across the globe. He ran a challenge recently that had a million people enroll in it. One million people. That's crazy. And yet a whole bunch of people don't know who he is. Irrelevant of that, if you know Tony or not, cool dude, he was the original life coach. He's a giant of a man. And I think that you might recall back in maybe the, the 90s, the 90s, early 2000s, he was on late night television. Tell like on, you know, those, those buy this, you know, buy this new thing. He would come on and he was on late night television, apparently across North America, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He was on for about five years obviously recorded. <laughs> he can't possibly do that. He is not superhuman. But the model that I'm going to share with you today is known as the six core needs. And the six core needs are really powerful. It's a powerful tool because it, it allows us to have more understanding of ourselves. Like I said to you before, the more that you understand yourself, the happier you'll be, the less triggered you'll be, the less self-doubt you'll have, the less, you know, moments of insecurity you'll have because you understand what's going on up here in your mind. It doesn't have to be this big giant puzzle that you don't understand. I'm here to help you and educate you to figure out what it is that your mind's actually doing and how to do it differently if it's not working for you. There's a beautiful quote. I think it's Jung. Carl Jung's, like ancient psychologist, that kind of vibe. The quote goes, until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will rule your mind, your life, and you will call it fate. Let me say that again. Until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will rule your life, and you will call it fate. Ponder that for a moment. What do you make that mean? If the unconscious, until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. Here's my breakdown of this. For the most part, everything that you have done and become in your life has been unconscious. Think about the beliefs that you had as a child. You just got them from your parents, right? You weren't necessarily sat down and taught that men were this or money means this or that the clouds mean that. But you did learn it because your parents had a certain opinion about it. So if in your household women were treated very poorly, then you got to learn that women weren't that important unconsciously. There was no deliberate transfer of knowledge like we might with like one and one equals two, or this is blue and this is yellow. What we learned from, from the majority of, of life is unconscious. And that unconsciousness generally sucks. <laughs> Just so you know, it generally sucks. Everything that is in unawareness becomes problematic in the physical world. Anything that you are not aware of 
that's running your life, which is what your mind does, is going to become problematic in this world. There's some exceptions to these rules, but for the most part, unconsciousness is going to lead you to unhappiness. Write that in a quote. Unconsciousness will lead you to unhappiness. Unawareness will lead you to unhappiness. So if unawareness leads you to unhappiness, then awareness leads you to happiness. The more that you are aware of yourself, the happier that you are going to be. So when we come back to Jung, until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. Have you ever heard somebody else, maybe you, say, oh, it's just who I am. Oh, it's just, I mean, what's the point? It's just my, you know, it's just my lot in life. How many times did you hear things like that? Where people just throw their hands up in the end, they go, it's just who I am. Nonsense. Nonsense. I'm five foot ten, right? That is the measurement, 178 centimetres, right? Now, if I do this, I'm a little shorter. If I do this, I'm a little taller. But objectively, I, in the measurements that we have, I am 178 centimetres. That is just who I am. I can't make myself five foot four without chopping my legs off. You, if you're five foot four yourself, you can't make yourself five foot ten without wearing heels or putting yourself on stilts. In either direction, it's false, right? So there are things that are just who I am. It's just who I am that I am five foot ten. Cool. Done. But in terms of our personality, in terms of our beliefs, our thoughts, our behaviours, the only reason you are the way that you are is because you've been conditioned and programmed that way. From society, from the world, from your environment, from school, from your parents, from your grandparents, your aunts and uncles, Everything that we do has been handed to us about this is how we ought to be. For example, if you grew up in a household that really valued family time and every Sunday you sat down and you all connected and you talked about what you were grateful for and you, and you had conversations and understood one another, then you would grow up believing that that's what families do. That's how they are. Yet for many of you right now, you're sitting there going, oh my God, my family was an absolute circus. There's no way we would do something like that. So you learnt that that's what families are like. Which one's true? Which one's real? Well, both are and neither of them are. I share this with you because I want you to understand that everything that we do until we make it conscious, until we consciously change our mind, constantly change our behavior, sorry, consciously change our behavior, until we consciously change our thinking, our focus, and our beliefs, we are going to get the same results that we have always gotten. If you want to create change in your life, you need to make things conscious. You need to build your awareness. You need to understand yourself. That way you can change your focus, your thoughts, and your beliefs. And when you change your focus, your thoughts, and your beliefs, everything changes in your life. Are you pondering for yourself right now? What do I need to change? What is there? What, what am I playing unconsciously? These are the questions that I want you to ask yourself. What is in your unawareness right now? What are you ignoring? What are you not paying attention to in your life?
what is unconscious. Because if it's unconscious, it's going to rule your life and you will just call it fate. Oh, well, that's just how it is. My parents didn't love me as a kid, so therefore, no. They are the reasons why you are being conditioned and that's why you're getting the results that you are right now. But I'm here to empower you. I'm here for you to know that there's a different way forward. That when you take command of your mind, when you understand your thoughts and your focus and your feelings, you then get to make different choices. So yay, yay to that. Isn't that the most wonderful thing? You get to have a different outcome because of the choices that you are making moving forward. This is one of them, by the way. You are consciously and deliberately rocking up to this podcast and getting value from it, right? You might be going for a walk, you're in the car, you're listening. However you are consuming this content right now, you've made a conscious and deliberate choice to show up to this. And that is changing the trajectory of your life. Because you could keep scrolling, you could keep listening to music, you could keep listening to something on Netflix, you could do all that which is all good and has its time and a place, rock on, keep doing that. If you only do that, then the results that you're going to get are driven by whatever you're consuming based on your life to date. If you want to create real lasting change in your life, you need to change what you're doing and who you're being on a regular basis. So massive kudos to you. In fact, high five to you from a distance. If you are listening here, rather than video tuning in. I want you to hear this clap. (laughs) That's you giving yourself a high five. And I know it might seem really weird and a bit contrite and you're like, why is she doing this? I want everybody to go ahead and give themselves a high five right now. Give yourself a high five. It sounds weird and you're like in the middle of like the supermarket and you think, I can't give myself a high five right now. Nobody gives a crap. Nobody. Somebody turns around the supermarket, sees you doing this once. They think, What was that all about? And then they get on with their groceries. They don't care. Nobody cares about you as much as you do. (laughs) And that might seem like a really depressing thought, but actually it's the most liberating one. You're only the center of your universe and everybody else is the center of their own universe. I'm the center of my universe. I'm with me 24 seven. You are with you 24 seven. And literally, even if you had someone by your side 24-7 for the rest of your life, even if you're a conjoined twin, you have your own mind. (laughs) You're the only one that gets to be privy to this going on in your head 24-7. You know you the best. You are the center of your universe. And everybody else is the center of theirs. Hear me loud and clearly. You're not that important. Come come to a confidence conversation. I'll tell you that you're not that important. <laughs> Just that you're not the center of the universe. People will judge you for 2.2 seconds and then they will get on with judging themselves. That's how life works. How consumed are you by other people's behavior every moment of every day? When you see that weirdo in the supermarket giving themselves a high five, how much thought have you given that outside of the moment? Maybe you've gone into a little bit more detail around it going, oh, that was really weird. I wonder what that was all about. But that person has lived with themselves every single second since that. And they will forevermore. And before that point, you've given them maybe three minutes of your time. (laughs) You're not the center of everybody's universes. Let's get stuck into these six core needs, shall we? 
So the first, so there's six, six core needs. Pretty straightforward here. The first four are the needs of the personality, as Tony would say. They're the needs of the personality. And the last two are the needs of the soul. And Tony would say that the it's only when the first four needs are met resourcefully that we can meet the last two in a meaningful way. I know that doesn't necessarily make any sense to you right now. I'm going to list them out and then we're going to have a conversation around it. So this model allows you to begin to understand why we're doing what we're doing and how to do it differently. You know, so is it working? Is it not working? That's what we're looking for here. What I want you to understand about the six core needs is that the we are meeting these needs, the first four, irrelevant if, if we meet it healthily or unhealthily, resourcefully or unresourcefully. We're going to meet them irrelevant of whether or not it's, quote, good for us. Okay, because these are core needs. We don't have a choice as to whether or not we're meeting them. The only choice that we have is that we're going to meet them, irrelevant of whether or not it's good for us. Let me show you an example. So you might want to write this down. You might want to pin a note right now and go, cool, I, I want to come back to this because this is really useful stuff. So the first core need is known as certainty. It's also otherwise known as comfort, safety, and in a lot of us, control. Certainty, safety, comfort, control. We need that desperately. It's important that we feel safe that we feel certain in our world, that there is enough comfort and control for us to feel okay in the world. This is the first one. I'm gonna to speak to you a little bit later, the resourceful and unresourceful, but at first I'm just gonna list these out. The second one is quite paradoxical, you could say, because the second one, unlike the first one being certainty, the second one is uncertainty. You see, they're going, why do I need uncertainty? I hate uncertainty, it sucks. Bear with me. Uncertainty, otherwise known as adventure, variety, right? If everything was exactly the same every single day, completely predictable, there was never any ounce of uncertainty about anything ever, you would be bored to snores. We like variety. What's that going to taste like? What's that? I want to watch that new movie, right? Because you've never seen it before. It's variety. If you had already seen every single movie or listened to every single podcast or driven every single destination, you wouldn't need to go anywhere or do anything because there's no level of uncertainty. We need uncertainty in our life as much as we need certainty. The third one here is significance. We kind of sit there and go, well, what does that even mean? It's that we need to feel valued. We need to feel important. We need to feel significant in our life like we matter. And the fourth one here, and the last one of the four needs of the personality in the larger scope of the six core needs, is love and connection. That makes sense, right? We need love and connection. We probably also need attention with that. We need to be loved. We need to have some level of connection. So when we look at these four needs, I'm going to get to the last two in a moment. Certainty, uncertainty, significance, love and connection. How do my fingers go? Certainty, uncertainty, significance, love and connection. They are the first four core needs. And as I said to you before, we are meeting these irrelevant of whether or not they are resourceful. So let's have a look at unresourcefully the way that we might meet these needs. 
how certain are you when you go to an all-you-can-eat buffet? If you go to an all-you-can-eat buffet or you're, you are, you're at home and you've got packets of chips and you've got a, a feast that you're putting on, how certain are you of the deliciousness of that food or how it's going to make you feel? Pretty darn certain, right? How much variety is there in, oh, let's go overeating, okay? So that's the example. We're going with overeating. How much certainty is there in overeating? Well, you know, you, you get to keep consuming the food. It feels good. Your belly gets full. You know what that's going to feel like. There's certainty in that and there's comfort. It feels safety. It feels under control. The second one here, uncertainty, right? There's variety in that. You can eat as many different foods as you want. Maybe you can have cake now. You can have chips later. We don't tend to overeat on broccoli, but <laughs> we can eat as much as we humanly possibly want. And there's so much variety. All you have to do is walk into a supermarket and you, could, you couldn't even buy one of everything in the store without it costing you a small fortune. So overeating unresourcefully is giving us comfort and certainty and security. It's also giving us variety and adventure and uncertainty because we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. The third one here of significance. You go, well, how does me overeating make me feel significant? It may not necessarily, but I want to show you unresourceful way. So let's have a look at an unresourceful way that I might fulfill my need for significance. Well, if I need to know that I matter or that I'm important or that I'm getting, you know, I feel valued, maybe I might do a lot of promiscuity. Maybe I go out and I Tinder swipe and I have sex with a different partner every night. There's no shame in that. It's am I doing it because I'm wanting to feel significant? Am I trying to make myself feel important by getting that level of attention? And of course, speaking to the same thing here with love and connection, because love and connection, we might settle for attention, right? We might sit there and go, well, at least that person is giving me attention. At least that person tells me that I'm sexy. At least that person wants to have sex with me, right? So you can see that these four needs can be met very unresourcefully, but we're going to meet them irrelevant. And so if we come back to this idea that unconsciousness, if we are unaware, if you are doing these things, you are meeting these core needs and you are probably unaware that you're even doing it and why. That's why you're overeating. That's why you're being promiscuous when you don't really feel liberated by that. That is why you keep going back to a relationship that sucks. Because that relationship that sucks gives you certainty and a bit of comfort. It gives you uncertainty and variety because you never know when it's going to blow up. It gives you a sense of significance and importance because you can maybe complain about the relationship. Maybe they give you enough attention. And then, of course, they give you a bit of love and connection and attention there as well. That's why you keep doing behaviors that aren't good for you because you are meeting those needs. And Tony Robbins would say that meeting three out of six of these core needs and you have an addiction. You have a habit. You'll just keep coming back to it, back to it and back to it and back to it. So let's have a look at a resourceful way to meet our needs. Just say we know we need certainty. The way that I meet my need for certainty regularly is through discipline. Yeah, so I know I'm committed to myself that I'm going to do my piano practice every day, my Spanish practice every day. I know that I'm going to meditate every day. I know that I'm going to work out most days of the week. That is resourceful levels of certainty. I get comfort from that. There's security and safety in my routine. I also get my need for variety met because I don't do it at the same time every day. 
I really don't. I don't tend to be like, okay, 10 a.m. is piano time. I do it when I can. Sometimes at 10 p.m. at night. Sometimes it's 9 o'clock in the morning and everything in between. And I get to have variety of like, what am I doing at the gym? What different kind of gym activities am I going to do? Am I going to swim today? Am I going to go for a hike? Am I going to roller skate? I get variety and adventure from that. There's a healthy level of uncertainty. How do I meet the need of significance and feeling valued and important? I make other people feel valued and important. Yeah, I go out of my way to make you feel good. I contribute to the world, which I'm going to get to in five and six in a moment. But I feel important when I connect with people that I love, when I help them to feel important themselves. So I spend time with my friends and I remember their birthdays and I, and I make them feel special and I ask them questions about themselves. That makes me feel needed and loved and important. And then finally, the fourth one, love and connection or attention. Well, how do I meet that resourcefully? The number one way that I do it is to love myself. I connect with my higher self regularly. I feel the love and connection from all, from universal love. Of course, as well as my friends and family and loved ones. But I'm hoping that you're seeing the difference here, the difference between that resourceful side of these core needs and the unresourceful side of it. Either way, you can get these needs met, but only one way is going to lead you towards more happiness, and that is you doing it consciously. Once you've met these four core needs, the last two are growth and contribution. Growth and growth and contribution. And so we meet those four needs resourcefully and we have more space to be able to give back. We have more space to be able to expand. We have more space to be able to contribute to the world in a meaningful way which is what I am all about, right? And I know that you are too. You actually do want to give. There's, there's something deep within your heart. You feel like you want to give. There is a purpose for you. There's a reason why you're drawn to my work. And the reason you're drawn to my work is because there is a soul's calling deep within inside of you that you know that you're here to do more than what you're currently doing. So that growth and contribution piece resourcefully meets your first four core needs of certainty, uncertainty, significance and love and connection and you're going to be able to have so much more space and capacity to be able to grow and contribute which is ultimately what I want you here to do. I'd love to know your thoughts on this. How have these six core needs shaped you? What have you noticed for yourself? Shoot me through a email at loveyourself at moreconfidence.com.au. You can send me a voice note on WhatsApp plus 61403981597. Or you can just find me on the socials. I'm sure that we have already connected there in some way, shape or form. If we haven't already, go ahead and check the links in the show notes. Such a pleasure to be here and I always love to hear from you, how you are doing, what's going on for you any suggestions for any kind of content that you'd like me to do. In fact, there's something that I want to offer you at this point in time. Coming up on the 4th to the 8th of December, so very, very soon, I am going to be running a free five-day training, Magnetic Confidence. I'm going to teach you over the course of five days how to be more confident, how to help get past your negative self-talk, how to deal with your emotions and how to overcome your fear. I'm going to give you as much as I possibly can in those five days. It is a free challenge. 
a free training for you. So all you need to do is go ahead and click the link that is in the show notes here today. Register, register, uh, registrations are open right now. So go ahead and do that. Come hang out with me for the next five days from the 4th to the 8th of December. Everything's recorded. So even if you're like, oh, I've got a thing on because it's coming through to Christmas, it's fine. Relax. It's all recorded. You can come back to it whenever you need. Just go ahead and register now. I would love to see you there. Share this podcast with anybody who you think will get value out of it. And again, thank you so much for hanging out with with me here today. It's an absolute pleasure. Go and figure out your four core needs and six core needs and meet them resourcefully. Big love to you, my sisters and brothers and others. Until next time, happy self-loving. Thank you so much for listening to the More Confidence with Luna Guy podcast. I hope you feel more confident, more self-assured and ready to go tackle the world's problems and maybe kick ass in some of your dreams. If you haven't already, I would love for you to like and subscribe, follow and maybe leave a review so that other people know how to find this awesome podcast too. If you're wanting to sink your teeth into something even more juicy, my number one best-selling book, Perfectly Imperfect, Your Complete Guide to Loving Yourself and Loving Your Body is now available on all good bookstore sites, both in print, digital, and I narrated it for Audible as well. If you think the coaching or maybe one of my courses is for you, why not head to www.moreconfidence.com.au and get in touch and see if we can talk. And of course, you can find me all across the social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, which is where you're probably listening now, or maybe even here on the podcast platform. Sending you big love and wishing you a beautiful day.